You are now listening to Undrafted GM with your host, Lo. Well, back again. Um, let me see here. Got two people on. Wow, I'm, I'm surprised. Well, I don't even know what episode we're on. Pops is over there on the production. I'm going to have to start keeping track of this so I can announce it every week because, uh, man, I don't even know what episode we're on. But if you guys are watching the Undrafted GM show here on Facebook, Good Talk Radio, YouTube, uh, appreciate you being here. Really excited to have you. Um, first and foremost, you want to make sure you go and check us out on YouTube. You want to make sure you go check us out on Instagram. But new news, Undrafted GM is also now on Clubhouse. So if you have a Clubhouse, it's at Undrafted underscore GM. Same with the Instagram. So you want to go make sure you follow us on there. Stay up to date. We'll definitely jump in some chat rooms and things like that uh, from time to time. But yeah, we want to talk football today. Um, If you're watching this, you're thinking back to our last show. Our last show was actually with Matt Archer. Um, We actually had him on not this past weekend, the weekend before that for the pre- Week one AZCFL kickoff. I want to give a quick shout out to the Arizona Cactus Football League for sponsoring the show. Um, I do want to recap a little bit about that week one. Uh, was an awesome time. There was a lot of really great games, a lot of close games. Um, week two is actually coming up on the threshold here on Saturday. Um, if you are local to the Arizona area, uh, out in Buckeye at Younger High School or Yunker High School, I'm sorry. Uh, there's going to be a chunk of games there as well as out there at Santan Foothills High School if you're in the East Valley area. So you want to make sure you check out azcfl.com to make sure you find out those game times and what team is going to be the right one for you. Here's a little hint. It's the Arizona Spartans, but we'll get past that. So make sure you check that out. Um, One thing with the Arizona Cactus Football League, we will be talking more in depth about them as they go. Um, We're going to be talking about Spotlight player of the week. We're probably going to have people on from the Arizona Cactus Football League coming up here in weeks preceding. Uh, So that's definitely going to be something that's going to be on the table here soon for us. But back to the NFL. Uh, As you can see, I'm wearing my uh, 23 Pittsburgh Steelers Joe Hayden jersey. Um, That's something that um, I just wanted to wear. That's my favorite player. But I, I did it kind of in essence of everything going on. There's been a lot of movement with Pittsburgh in particular. But Free agency, it's that season, people. This is the uh, time of the year when a lot of chips fall before the draft. Um, Unfortunately, we're not having a combine in person this year. So that's really throwing me off. That's one of my personal favorite events of the year, Um, obviously next to the draft. Um, You know, I saw a great quote, the guy that's covering the draft for ESPN this year. uh, He actually was talking about, he's like, you know, the draft is just special because you're literally seeing you know, franchise pieces move. You're seeing franchise, the course of them and their culture for the next five to 10 years change. Uh, And you're literally seeing the futures and dreams of young players being made. And so it's really an incredible time. Uh, Appreciate anybody for the likes and the hearts as well. Appreciate that. But if you're watching this right now, do me a favor, share this, Uh, go ahead and share that out. Um, Appreciate pops for the question. Who's your favorite NFL team? Um, It doesn't matter. I'm just kidding, but uh, it should be Pittsburgh. So, uh, but yeah, so a couple of things we're going to talk about today. We're going to focus on free agency. If you guys have somebody you guys want to talk about, put that in the comments. If you have a question or a thought, put it in the comments. 
Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know. Team Fitz, uh, we'll be able to get that going. Uh, we do even have the call-in line available. Uh, that number is floating across the bottom of the screen there, 602-475-2000. Uh, feel free to jump on that. But, yeah, please engage in the comments. Makes it easier for me. Uh, but first topic, okay, I want to address something that just happened. Um, we actually just got an update a little bit ago. Von Miller was under investigation. And for those of you who are thinking, oh, I mean, I know of Von Miller, but Von Miller, the defensive end for the Denver Broncos, pretty much their entire franchise piece right there. Um, he just, and we don't know what for, but he was under heavy investigation. They said there's not been any charges filed. So it's really going to be interesting to see how that unfolds the next couple of days. So that's going to be a big one to keep your eye on because let's say something serious comes out, you know, against him. That really could be, damaging for denver that's that's a big reset he's actually coming up on a contract year so that's going to be very interesting keep your eye on that uh the big news here in arizona since the say which will radio studio is located here in arizona the big news is jj watt a man himself coming out of left field i mean we were hoping right a lot of people in arizona were dreaming a little bit when they see uh saw deandre hopkins tag him on instagram and say hey let's finish what we started that was huge. He even had somebody edit him into the Cardinals jersey, so that was big, right? And everybody was dreaming a little bit, but let's be honest. We really thought the big contenders were teams like Green Bay, uh, maybe Pittsburgh. I didn't really think so because the cap situation, I know a lot of people were thinking, oh, his brother's are there. That's great. J.J. Watt needs 19 a year. You know what I mean? So um, Arizona was willing to give him, I think it was, that 19 a year. So uh, he wound up here in the desert. Um, I want to know your thoughts on that. I'm going to give you mine here in a second, but I want to know everybody's thoughts on that. J.J. Watt, the fit with the Cardinals, does that make them better? At this stage in his career, does he make enough of a, a presence? And I'll tell you why I believe he does, but does he command enough of a presence to change them from being that playoff team that should have been in to a playoff team that will be in this upcoming year? Um, like I said, I'll give my thoughts on that in a minute, but I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about some of the recent signings, some of the releases, uh, Donald said, rise up red sea question mark. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you this Cardinal fans are happy. I know that for a fact, because here's the thing, regardless of what you want to say about JJ, he's from what we've heard, a good locker room guy. Now, obviously there were some rumblings. Uh, I believe Colin Cowherd even spoke about it this week. He said there was a couple of people saying that he's kind of a stat stuffer. He's one of those guys that, you know, freelances. But listen, this is the elite of the elite. These are the best football players, not in the country, in the world. Okay. And he's of the elite in the elite. So if he freelances a little bit, who the hell can blame him? You know, if you're putting up these type of numbers in your career, who the hell can blame him? Um, but yeah, please let me know what you're thinking down below. I know Donald in particular, me and him have talked a lot about the Lions. Uh, big signing there, Tyrell Williams. Well, potentially. Uh, you know, obviously he was down with the injury. He didn't play for Vegas at all this year. I almost said Oakland. Um, but yeah, he's supposed to play for uh, Vegas. Still hurt. It's been, I think he's been out for over a year and a half now. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. See what happens with them. Is that a sign that Kenny Galladay is gone? We know Marvin Jones is most likely going to be moving on. He was already let go. But does that mean, you know, he resigns for cheaper? Does that mean he's totally out the door? Um, I really don't think that Kenny Galladay will be back. Uh, I do want to pros that Donald had said to me. Uh, he said franchise tag still on the table. And that's very that's very possible. Now, does Detroit feel strongly enough about him to tag him? 
I'll be honest, if they were going to tag anybody, I think it should be him. Um, they did just re-sign. I believe they restructured Jamie Collins' contract, so that was a big one for them. They saved some money there. Uh, if I'm Kenny Galladay, I'm telling you this right now, I'm hitting the market. I'll be honest. There's a lot of players that I believe are free agents right now that should go back. I'm actually going to go down the NFL, put out a list on NFL.com of the top 55 available free agents. I'm actually going to chunk out some of that list. I'm going to tell you where I think they fit, talk a little bit about why. Please argue me. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong. I'll tell you you're wrong, but hey, I want the back and forth. So feel free to either call in, comment in there, let me know why I'm wrong. But yeah, Tyrell Williams, sign of the Lions. He could be a very dangerous duo, him and a healthy Kenny Galladay. So it's going to be very interesting to see for sure. But as far as the J.J. Watt thing, okay, uh, Obviously, a lot of people are sitting there like, okay, this isn't prime JJ. This isn't, um, you know, the JJ Watt that we've known with Houston for all these years. This is, you know, tail end of the career. He chose us as a retirement home. And I don't believe that at all. Um, obviously, you know, a big talking point was a lot of people were saying, you know, he talked to Kyler Murray. He had texted Kyler Murray that statement about him believing in him. That's why he came here. And I look, I, I agree. Okay. Now, a lot of people have been questioning the back and forth between Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray. Like, are they really getting along that well like they should have? Are they really, this is an offense built for both of them. Are they really going to be successful long-term? I think yes. Um, I think Arizona and Vegas are in very similar situations where they're teams that are way better than they ended the season. That second half of the season for both of them really showed their true colors. Um, I mean, Balt I believe Arizona played Baltimore week two. And when they played them week two this year, I was shocked. That Arizona team should have been close to a division winner. Uh, they're in the toughest division in football, arguably. Uh, obviously, the AFC North had a lot of playoff caliber. Joe Burrow is going to make Cincy better. But the NFC West being the just last year Super Bowl contending Niners, right? You still have Russell for now. We're going to talk about that today. Um, I mean, Arizona's dominant, but the Rams, they just got better with Stafford. Speaking of another Lions guy, Donald, um, Donald, by the way, he said they should only use the tag if they believe he is a true number one. Again, referencing Kenny Galladay. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I, I don't think Detroit's that deep right now. Dan Campbell, he's in full reset mode. He has to determine if Kenny Galladay's into his culture. That's all it comes down to. Uh, with coaches, especially new ones, a lot of them, especially at those upper levels, they're a little bit egotistical uh, and not necessarily in a bad way. They're in that position for a reason. So his first thought is not, okay, is he a true number one? Yeah, he's, am I going to keep him around? Is he going to buy into me for the long haul? If not, I'm going to go draft some young kid and basically force him into the culture that I create here. And so that's what it's going to be. That's what a lot of those, you know, pre-combine interviews usually are. It's that there's so much more that goes into it than just the obvious draft pick, right? That's why a lot of people were upset about Henry Ruggs going before Jerry Judy. By the way, I told you so. Uh, Jerry Judy's vastly better than Ruggs at this point, and he will continue to be. Um, Donald said, I would unload the bank to keep him, but it is what it is. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Now, do I think Kenny Galladay is a true number one? Me personally, no. I think he's a very high number two. He's a low end one. 
Okay. I don't think he's dominant to that degree. I think he's, you know, extremely talented. He's a nasty red zone threat. Um, there's a lot of talent coming out this year. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of talent that people aren't talking about. Everybody's talking about Jamar Chase out of LSU. Um, obviously, Justin Jefferson put, you know, a really big st- uh, stamp on that LSU name for those receivers coming out recently. But like, you know, Waddle out of Bama, Devonta Smith, like there, there's a lot of talent coming out. And so if they don't believe that Kenny Galladay can not only be a number one, but carry them, you know, is he really even going to consider it? You know, does culture matter at that point? No, the free agent class is so loaded. I'm telling you who I would spend all my money on is Allen Robinson. I would do whatever I could to lure him out of Chicago. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Russell later, but there was some news broke today on Colin Cowherd's show, and he was talking a little bit about um, they have information that Russell prefers Chicago. So we're going to touch base on that because I think that would be a pretty wild fit. But being the Lions, uh, TJ Hawkinson was just on that Bustin' with the Boys podcast. He's a character. Um, he's very talented. DeAndre Swift's very talented. Uh, I still like Jared Goff. He's not just serviceable. He's talented. He was the number one overall pick for a reason. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of youth there, but there's also a lot of veterans still hanging around Detroit. I think that defense needs a full reset. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting to see where kind of they spend their draft picks, but they damn well better spend it on that defense. That That's all I got to say. Like of all the drafts, this one, they're letting go of Desmond Trufant. We just found out. Uh, yeah, you better be spending it. You better think Patrick Sertain sitting there for you. You better think, you know, this, this should be one that you're spending all of your picks defensively and maybe even at O-line. I mean, Taylor Decker's nice. I have no problems with him. Uh, so there's definitely pieces on that O-line that I would hope he keeps around, but it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, some coaches like to come in and gut the whole thing and start from new. Uh, but it'll be definitely interesting. So we'll have to keep tabs on that. But uh, we referenced this a little bit ago. Like I said, you're going to want to make sure you stay tuned on that Von Miller story. That is wild. Him being under investigation, especially investigation of that level. Uh, stay tuned with that. If we get any updates while we're on the show, uh, we'll touch base on that. Like I said, I got my phone handy dandy. But uh, yeah, so one other tag that just came through a little bit ago. Uh, Justin Simmons, speaking of Denver and their future plans, Justin Simmons, a safety from Denver, previously at Boston College, uh, got tagged. I think that's a very strong move by them. I'm going to tell you another move that they need to make. Now that they tagged Simmons, they just let Jarrell Casey go, which was to help with that situation. Um, They got to go get Dak. I'm telling you, somebody has to pay Dak out of Dallas. And no, Russell Wilson, don't you dare go to the Dallas Cowboys. You are too classy of an individual to deal with Jerry Jones for the tail end of your career. The fact that Jerry Jones has done what he's done with that coaching staff and made that life miserable down there in Dallas and not allowed them to play anything out. Russell Wilson, you are too otherworldly talented to go and get stuck in that situation. Now, Again, there was reports earlier today that Russell was very interested in Chicago. One of the outstanding reasons was that he was interested because he thought that he could help turn around a historic franchise. Hell yeah. Going to play in a soldier field every week. That's classic. That's up there with the Lombardis or 
you know, that's up there with, I mean, any iconic franchise up there with the Jets. And I mean, you know, it's a little rough right now, but, you know, all these iconic franchises, Philly, you know, things like that, being an otherworldly talent and, you know, look at, we didn't think Tom was going to fit in Tampa. Nobody was like, yeah, Tampa Bay is where he's going for sure. Nah, we never thought that. We were thinking he's going contender. We're thinking Chargers. We're thinking somebody that is already built to win. Little do we know about Tampa. But Russell saying that about Chicago should really strike fear in the heart of the NFC North. And you know who should be the most pissed off? Aaron Rodgers, man. Because if Russell comes to Chicago and Aaron Rodgers still doesn't get any help, oh, man. That man himself better try to go somewhere else for a year or two. You're talking another situation where you would have, you know, Russell doesn't leave the NFC. Rodgers is play, praying somebody in the AFC goes and tries to get Russell. He goes to Dallas NFC. He goes to Chicago NFC. Man, if I'm a team like he's praying he goes to Vegas. I'm praying he goes to Vegas. I want Vegas to land Russell or Deshaun. I want John Gruden to have an elite quarterback. Now, listen, Derek Carr statistically is up there. He's a very serviceable guy. But between you and me, let's be honest, is he ever going to get you over the hump? All right, Donald, explain yourself. I'm going to call you out. Explain yourself. I don't see a situation. Now, here's, here's the upside to go to Dallas. You have remnants of a great offensive line. Obviously, Travis Frederick being the biggest piece that he's done, that's that's a big one for me, especially him being a center. You know, the minute an all-time great center goes out, it changes things. But you do have a dominant running back, Zeke, who needs a quarterback to be successful to get those eight out of the box. Um, Russell would help you do that, especially Russell's mobility, a little bit more than Dak, definitely more accurate than Dak. Um, so I feel you there, but that defense, you know, again, whole lot of potential, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, um, but they just lost Byron Jones last year to Miami. He went down and did well. Uh, they still need a lot of safety help. They're rotating around out there. And I get that this draft is where they're going to address that. That's where I think Patrick Sertain is going to wind up by the way in Dallas, but there's just too many unknowns. He said they would own the NFC East. Okay, I'll accept that argument. I will. Um, as far I mean, let's be honest. It's not hard to own the NFC East right now. It's up for sale. They're they're basically pushing away from each other to find out who wants it. None of them want it. You know who should be walking away with it right now with their roster? The Giants. There's no reason. Now, obviously, Saquon being injured sucks, but like, damn, Daniel Jones. You you really didn't want it that bad? Your defense is the best in that in that division, okay? And I don't want to hear nothing about the Eagles, uh, nothing, okay? Yes, Washington is dominant. Towards the end of the season, they pieced it together, but Chase Young was still very raw when he first came in, okay? They should have jumped on that early and often from the beginning of the season and just rode it out. But here's what's going to happen, okay? Now... I think you're going to see a pretty big pivot from the NFC East with two teams. Washington will not be the Washington we're looking at right now. One, they just got rid of their cheerleaders, so that's already suspect. Two, they will get them a quarterback. 
Okay. Now, yes, I agree. I agree, Donald. We don't know how the Eagles and Hurts will work. Washington did release Alex Smith, which for the sentimental part of me, I'm like, damn, that sucks. He doesn't really have a fit anywhere. And he deserves one after what he went through this year to get back to football. Go ahead, Pop. I read, and I don't know if this is true, but uh, Bezos now is the biggest owner of the Washington football team. Is that? I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look into that because if he is that, wow, that definitely changes things. Yeah. I'll Google that because yeah, please, having that type of backing that's, yeah, that may changes change everything. Yeah. That changes everything because having an owner that will invest, he said, stupid move by them. Clarify that because I want I made a couple comments back to back there. So clarify which what you say is a stupid move. Oh, you're probably referencing the uh, Alex Smith thing. Giants are just up in the air. They won't be when Saquon comes back. They'll draft a receiver or two this year. Um, Evan Ingram's nice, man, but they got to get him. He, that man's being double covered from an inline tight end position. That's tough. Um, but, you know, thinking about the NFC East, and I'm glad you brought that up, Donald, because – that division has so much potential, but I'm telling you right now, if Washington goes out and gets a quarterback, Terry McLaurin is the real deal. I will stand up on a table for Terry McLaurin. He is the real deal. Now, does he need help? Sure. Oh, Pops is pulling up the article right now. Um, okay, so it looks like it's, it's kind of in progress right now. Yeah, it looks like it's something that's up in the air. Yeah, he's in talk with the minority owners of the Washington football team. But, and I agree, it was stupid, the Alex Smith. But, I mean, he was a huge cap hit. They saved like $14 million or something ridiculous for him. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, you know he's going to be even more prone to injury. He does bring that veteran presence. I like that fit there. Um Unfortunately, I'll be honest, you could see him back in San Francisco, but he's going to be a backup. Wherever he goes, he's backing somebody up, unfortunately, unless he gets in a bridge situation, which, hey, Houston, you want a guy that's stable, not going to give you problems, right? Because guess what? You guys don't deserve Deshaun Watson. For what you did to him, you don't deserve that. So after you leave, after he disappears in, into better, greener pastures, you're going to need somebody to hold over your fan base. That's a good one. Alex Smith will win you a couple, you know, people that feel sentimental for him like me that will make you somewhat watchable. So if you want to save face a little bit, Houston, there's my PSA to you. Alex Smith is going to be on the market. Um, now, we talked a little bit about my predictions of where I wanted Deshaun to go. I wanted him to go to Miami with Brian Flores. I think that's a match made for the next 10 years. But it doesn't look like that's the case. It looks like he's probably going to wind up with the Jets. Um, I re I'm so torn with that. There, there is potential there. They have a ton of money that they can spend. I just, I don't believe in organizations that their owners don't even believe in them. And that ownership basically, like, gave up with Adam Gase. Even if they care now, great. That's that's fine. But you know, you're talking about a situation. Even the AFC East, you know. The Bills definitely were nice, but like, come on, man. Like, you don't even want to compete. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, Donald said if Houston doesn't trade Watson, he will sit out. So Alex Smith going there will be a good pickup. And that's the situation. That, that's probably, unfortunately, what's going to happen, which damn the Houston Texans for that because Deshaun Watson is a generational talent. He's not just 
some talent, right? He's not just, oh, yeah, he's a good quarterback right now. No, Deshaun is one of the best the league has to offer. He's a generational talent. We all knew that coming out of Clemson. I don't know what BS happened that everybody started getting soft on him and he fell back. That dude should have been the number one overall, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Deshaun is that dude, and he's a good guy. He's got great character. He's a leader. Like I can't say enough about Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, a team like Alex uh, Houston will wind up with Alex Smith. Um, I'm praying Deshaun doesn't go to the Jets. I just, me personally, that's just my opinion uh, as far as a team fit, a culture fit. And I get that he will bring a lot of that there, but I feel like if he goes to the Jets, it's going to wind up being a situation like Houston where it's all on him. And he doesn't need that. He needs to go to a team where guys want to help him spin. Look at what they did for Tom in Tampa Bay. Bruce Arians said, you name the person you want in this locker room and I will make it happen. You want Leonard Fournette out of Jacksonville? Done. You want Gronk out of retirement? Done. You want Antonio Brown out of purgatory? Done. Loaded him up and let him roll out. And they did the damn thing. They all dominated because they all were willing to play their roles because they all were under one common goal, which was, Whatever Tom wants, Tom gets. And that doesn't work for everybody. But when you're talking guys like Deshaun, it should. I'm telling you right now, if I owned a single franchise in the NFL, I don't give a damn who my starter is. I would, okay, ready for some blasphemy? Okay, I'll get a lot of flack for this. I would kick Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay for Deshaun Watson right now. Because guess what? Deshaun's there for five to ten years. Rogers got maybe two, and he doesn't want to be there anyways. Deshaun is a winner. That guy's won at every level he's been at. And the fact that he's not winning right now is just a testament to Houston. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You talk about the NFC. He's going from a bottom feeder. So Donald proposed that uh, Houston... Uh, or sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson leaves Houston and goes to the Washington football team. And then if Russell wound up in Dallas, that would change the entire course of the league. And that's what's so unique about this year. Every year I have the same conversation with my buddies. Um, one of the previous co-hosts of the show, Cody Barlow, and I always have the same conversations. Like, man, it seems like every year free agency and the people moving around gets crazier and crazier. But this year really is it because this year is a combination of guys like Drew Brees leaving and the Saints needing a piece. Imagine if Deshaun goes to the Saints. Imagine if Russell goes to the Saints. It doesn't matter. Either one of them with Sean Payton is illegal. But whatever guys like them do, guys of that caliber are the next 10 years, those ramifications, the ripple effect from that will will be carried down the line. You know, I mean, Donald, I would love to see, I would love to see Deshaun Watson go to the Washington football team with Ron Rivera. Cause I'm a big Ron Rivera guy. Um, Chase Young is a, another generational talent. That defense is going to be disgusting for a long time. Um, do I think it'll happen? No, I think he'll wind up with the jets. And I just, like I said, it saddens me. Uh, 
but that will help the AFC East. But yeah, the NFC could really, those two guys can really shake up the whole league. And I think if Dak forces his way out of Dallas, it changes stuff. I think there's two people that change the entire plan for the next three years of more than one franchise. And I think, believe it or not, I think it's Dak. And I think it's Sam Darnold. What they choose to do with him or what he chooses to make them do to him is altering everything. If Sam Darnold forces his way out of the Jets, it forces a situation where they either have to draft or pick someone up, right? If he decides, hey, no, I want this, and he tries to stay and fight for it, okay, do they bring in a guy that's just mediocre at that point? And by mediocre, I don't mean like, oh, just some, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back to Jets. No. I mean, do they bring in a guy like, hey, Zach Wilson, you two fight it out, right? Because Zach Wilson's not mediocre, and let's not get that twisted. But if he comes in, he's a rookie, so Darnold's already got a leg up. Do they do they come in and battle it out? Like, what's the situation there, right? Um, you know, do they go and get, you know, <laughs> they they there's so many different options as far as like middle of the road guys that they could go and get and let them battle it out, and then you know whatever's best for the culture they decide to move forward. But if Sam Darnold leaves, let's say he goes to the Niners, okay, boom, that uproots Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Let's say he goes back to the Pats, which I think should happen for Belichick, anyways. Boom, that uproots Cam. Does Cam go to Washington? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, great. He doesn't go there. Does he go down to Jacksonville and they still pick Trevor one overall? Trevor sits. Okay, that affects things there. But then Cam's not the long-term answer. Like, there is so many dominoes that still have yet to fall, and that's what's exciting about this offseason because there's not a quarterback on the market right now. There's probably not too many players that are on the market right now that don't make several other dominoes fall in whatever order. Look what happened with Stafford. Boom, Stafford and Jared Goff switch. The whole NFC trips. Because guess what? Now the Rams have a guy who can get in the shootouts with guys. Now if we get into the Super Bowl like we did last time, and Brady decides to go nuts on our defense, and their defense decides to be a stalwart, Stafford's not going to lay back and just take it. He's going to get into the mix. So whatever happens with these quarterbacks, it, it changes three or four other situations and what they do. The Jets are the biggest domino to fall, regardless, and in two situations, one with Sam Darnold, one with the second overall pick, because what they do with it, it, it just affects so much. They could sit there and take the freaking tight end from Florida, and I wouldn't be upset. Kyle Pitts is going to be a Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I said it. He's disgusting. Um, By the way, while we're on that topic, if you guys are watching right now, we are going to do an undrafted GM official mock draft. Um, I want to say I'll probably put it out towards the end of this month just to be closer to the draft because I don't like to drag it out too much. We'll have a whole episode where we go over. I'll just do the first round. Um, I may do probably three rounds just for myself. I may post it. I'm not sure. But... What I want to encourage everybody watching right now is so when we do that, like I said, I'll make sure that you're um, fully aware when I'm going to post it. I'll put all that on our social media, but I would encourage you to do a first round yourself because I think it's going to be fun this year. Um, Donald said, and I'm guessing in re reference to Deshaun or Sam Darnold, he said the Jets need to give him weapons uh, so he can actually run the show without a running game and a subpar receiver and a bad defense or putting him in a bad position. 
just like most quarterbacks for the Browns went through. Period. That's all it comes down to. Okay. Now here's the thing. This is what the Browns did well. The Browns invested into the fact that the quarterback position is just another position on the football field. Okay. Yes, there's all there's all sorts of stats out there about how if Baker throws over 25, 30 times a game, they're terrible. They're like one in five, right? But they're dominant when he throws 25 and less. Yeah, because they have two great running backs. Not just good, great. They have a phenomenal defense, right? When you combine these things, that's a football team. People forget that. Like p- People really forget that, and it's hard because we've been watching so many greats for so long that guess what? Name the last time you sat there and were like, okay, the Saints really need to fix their defense in any of the times that Drew Brees took them to the playoffs. You don't care about that at that point. Drew got them there anyways. But great quarterbacks cover that up. Aaron Rodgers was lucky enough to have a good defense this year, but they were still in a position where his weapons were atrocious. And yeah, people complain about it, but you still go on with your day like, oh yeah, he'll be fine. He'll figure it out. You still expect them to be in the NFC Championship game. And that's the problem is you're setting some of these guys up for a terrible, terrible letdown. So being that we are 34 minutes into the show, I do want to take a quick break, hit some of our sponsors. But please stick around. We're going to run down the free agent list. Uh, We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have Pops play a commercial here for us real quick. Football is a game of extreme persistence and determination. And the AZCFL offers the highest level of talent in elite competition in the Southwest. So get out of your seat and prepare yourself for the Arizona Cactus Football League. All right. And so for those of you that are still tuned in, uh, we talked about it the last episode. We had the actual AZCFL owner, Matt Archer, on the show um, for the pre-kickoff we had him uh, talked all about the league, how he got there, everything that he had going on. You're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned in for that. Week one just finished up uh, this past Saturday. Week two is tomorrow. Um, and so that's again out in Buckeye as well as Santan Foothills this weekend. You'll be able to actually catch those games in person. The tickets are on the azcfl.com. You will have to wear a mask to the game, but they are open to fans. So make sure you go and check that out. Uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to our Good Talk Radio folks, Ranger Rob. This is his brand of pet poopy bags. They are awesome. They're lemon scented, biodegradable. So they're going to take care of all your major pet needs. So make sure you check those out. You can get those on Amazon. But uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Mythical Beards. Okay. I am a bearded man myself. I'm usually a little bit longer than this, but you know, we all got to get jobs and whatnot. Um, and then, uh, pops over there behind the mic is bearded as well. Um, but they are a beard company. They do, uh, all sorts of balms and oils and different treatments and stuff for your beard colognes. So, uh, guys, look, you know, (laughs) women are always putting on all sorts of stuff. This is the only thing that I think is a necessity, you know, um, as far as your beard care, you don't want to just be messy. You feel me? So uh, definitely go check out mythicalbeards.com. You can check them out on Instagram as well. Uh, they have some really awesome hats and other merch dropping as well. So, uh, but getting back into the program. Oh, you got some pop. Yeah. I just want to mention too, that if you are in Arizona and you're looking to either buy a home, sell your home uh, or both, or maybe just an investment into homes, I want you to check out the Espinosa group. Go to uh, 
azhomesbysherry.com. That's azhomesbysherry, S-H-E-R-I.com. She is by far the best realtor in Arizona by far. It's not even close. If you talk to Sherry for five minutes, you'll feel like you've known her your entire life. Check her out, azhomesbysherry.com for anything real estate related. And to make this all easier for you, right there on saywhatyouwillradio.com, go to our sponsors tab. Everybody's right there for you. So if you're looking for anybody, anybody that we've mentioned, any of the services that we've mentioned, we have a ton. Um, Shout out Andrew Jones for that awesome voiceover, by the way, for the intro, as well as for the AZCFL promotion. Um, But yeah, so what I want to get into here um, is I talked, we've been talking a lot about free agency. That's kind of been our topic today. If you want to talk about someone, if you have a comment about someone, put it in the comments. Hit me up. You can also call. There's that number floating down literally right across the bottom of the screen right now. Uh, 602-475-2000. Call in. Argue with me. I'll just you know embarrass you. But um, we're going to go down the list of... Uh, I'm not going to go all the way through the list because you know time is a thing. But... Um, Oh, we're going to need to spell check that before you post that. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, I want to go down the list. The NFL dropped a 101 top of free agents available list. So I want to go down. I'm going to talk about the player. I want to talk about their fit, where I think they'll wind up. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, they actually have Dak Prescott number one. So out of 101 free agents available, they got Dak number one. Now, Obviously, there was the massive and disgusting injury. Okay, that's a factor. But Alex Smith said it doesn't mean anything. And I'll be honest, after Alex Smith's recovery, I believe anybody that can come back and get into it. Um, So I would love to see Dak back at full health, back fully ready to go. Uh, He believes he's going to be based on these contract negotiations that they've been having. He's talking that he wants Patrick Mahomes money. Now, I'll be honest, just me personally, do I think he's worth that? No, I think you're not proven yet. Um, You know, Mahomes is certified, as I like to say. Uh, That man won a Super Bowl already, been to a second one already, so certified. But that being the case, uh, Dak is still a, a dog. He is still up there as far as I would put him in my top 15 quarterbacks when healthy. Um, you know, we could even at times have that top 10 conversation because I think he's definitely worthy of it. And that being the case, that being he has good character, he has good uh, drive, like you know what you're going to get from him. I really think, and I've said this a couple times on the show now, I think he is a perfect fit for the Denver Broncos organization. Um, I like Drew Luck. I think he has some things that are intangibles, but I don't think that there are enough intangibles to ever get them to the promised land. Okay. Um, here's the thing. If your quarterback's not a guy that's going to take you to it, why are you even dealing with him? Okay. Shout out Pittsburgh for reciting big Ben. My heart is very happy, but my logic is miserable. Okay. So that being the case, Dwayne Haskins, you're not doing it either, buddy. Um, but yeah, so that's number one. Number one's, uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, I think he will, Ultimately, I think he will remain in Dallas, barring any very shocking Russell Wilson trade, but I think he should do whatever he can to get to Denver. Uh, Number two, Trent Williams, tackle for the Niners. Um, Look, he's getting up there. You know, he's 33. Uh, He's been a dominant tackle for a long time. Um, He'll probably walk just because that hit was so crazy. I remember when he was trying to get out of Washington, out of that terrible situation. 
Um, he forced his way over there. San Fran was very eager to have him. They also thought this year would look different, and they didn't think 30-plus people would be on IR. So I think he's going to move on. Uh, I think that'll be a situation where you'll see a team like uh, Carolina, the Chargers, Seattle. Um, I think one of them will step in. Seattle, God, do you need the help? If Russell does stay, Russell better demand a Trent Williams. He better demand an offensive line. So that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, that's their number two overall right now. Um, there's a lot of really amazing players on this list. Like I said, I don't want to go down every single one. I'm going to go real quick. Allen Robinson out of Penn State uh, playing for Chicago. Um, if I'm Chicago, he can't leave. He cannot leave under any circumstances. Had another 1,200 yards this year. Um, he's just absolutely dominant. That man, he's not going to be beat off the line. Uh, he He's a red zone dog, so he cannot leave. But I think uh, I think he'll wind up back in Chicago, especially if they get one of these quarterbacks that they're chasing. Uh, Leonard Williams from the Giants. That's a tough one. He's kind of in a weird flux. Uh, big name. Uh, productions, okay, right? But for him, you kind of expect all that and more. Right. Uh, so he's going to be interesting. Do I agree? He's the fourth best player overall. Eh, I think you got to put Justin Simmons in front of him. Uh, maybe a couple other people, JJ Watt, but that's uh, tough. Uh, I think he'll probably wind up staying in New York. Uh, they just, you know, maybe even the jets, maybe going over there, getting that defensive help, winding up back in a situation like that because uh, they have a lot more cap money. Uh, that might be one that the giants are willing to part ways with though. Uh, Justin Simmons is their number five. He just got franchise tag. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Amazing, genius, perfect. Did exactly what you should have, John Elway. Uh, so Denver is able to hold on to him. Now, this is a big one, okay? Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When you're looking at the roster, when you're thinking about the fact that Antonio Brown is there, we don't know how long he's going to be there, what the situation is with him. Um, he's an interesting one. Here's who I'm going to tell you should chase him. Okay, Aaron Jones is most likely leaving Green Bay, is, is my opinion of the situation. They should go and get Chris Godwin. Okay, they have Jamal Williams. I'm not 100% if this is his contract year as well. It's either this year or next. But they also drafted A.J. Dillon out of Boston College. So the running back situation is a little bit, it's not even fluid. They They have a plan. Um, it, it maybe isn't the ideal plan, you know, cause neither of them are necessarily that guy, but, uh, you know, Aaron Jones is going to be a loss either way, but you go and get a guy like Chris Godwin and pair him with Devonte Adams. That's a very big upgrade in a very small amount of time for Rogers. So that's a situation that definitely could pan out well for him going from Brady to Rogers would be, I'm sure his dream come true. Uh, JJ Watt. Yeah. That dude just, I mean, he just signed with Arizona. Good fit. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's weeping. Shaq Barrett. Uh, you had an amazing, amazing year. Incredible. Balled out. Uh, did really well in the playoffs as well. But that's one year. Denver let you go for a reason. So in order to get that big money, this man's praying for a franchise tag. He's like, please tag me. I think it's like $19 million, um, that the ends get for a franchise tag. So uh, he's praying for that because then he could play one more year, show that the production wasn't a fluke, and then cash out in free agency. And then he'll have he'll have had two big contracts in his lifespan. So that's that's huge. 
Uh, we just talked about Aaron Jones, right? For the Packers, the running back. Man, that dude can catch out of the backfield. He's incredible on some runs. Uh, he wants to stay in Green Bay, I'm sure, because why not, right? You're the only pretty much weapon outside of Devontae. And so I'm sure that that's the case. I just don't know if Green Bay is going to buy into a guy like that uh, just because Green Bay's culture is very strange. Uh, they've never really invested in a running backs that way. I mean, think back to like a mod green days, right? Uh, they've definitely had talented running backs, but you know, I mean, they kicked Eddie Lace to the curb before he was cheeseburger Eddie. Like they, they were really, uh, moving on quick there. So that'll be interesting to see that situation. Um, if he leaves, uh, I think a team that winds up with him is maybe a jets team. Maybe if they get a Deshaun Watson, if they pull him over, that could be a pairing that they would love. Uh, you know, there is good running backs in this class for sure. I really love Trey Sermon out of Ohio State, but still not a sure thing. Until you play in the NFL, you don't know. Okay, Me that mental capacity is different. So until you're proven, you're not proven. So you can't you can't bank on rookies, even named Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Um. Number 10 on their list of free agents right now that are going to be coming available. Taylor Morton, the tackle out of uh, Carolina. 11 is Brandon Scherf. Um, again, I think they're going to go to teams like uh, Seattle that desperately needs help. I know the Giants need some help. Um, there's there's a lot of teams out there that could use dominant tackles. Uh, Brandon Scherf's 29, but you know that's why Taylor Morton's raked above him. Um, or tra uh, Taylor Moan. Uh, he's 27. You just you got to go with the youth. Um the nice thing about Brandon Scherf, though, is uh, he plays a lot more guard. He can play tackle. He's actually played every spot besides center on the line. So uh, a lot of versatility there. Um, a big one for Pittsburgh, Bud Dupree, because we did tag him last year. He's now a free agent this year. We are strapped for cash. So Big Ben, in his re-signing contract that we aforementioned, uh, he actually freed up $5 million in cap room for this year specifically. Um would that be enough to retain Bud? I don't think so. That tag is pretty massive. And I'm telling you this. If we tag him twice, he'll walk. Le'Veon Bell flashbacks. Okay. Um, you know, that didn't work out too well for Le'Veon Bell, though. So maybe, you know, maybe he'll rethink it. Le'Veon just played in a Super Bowl. It didn't work out terrible. No, but money aside. Money aside, he lost at least ten to fifteen million dollars. He did for least. sure. He did for sure. But he just played in a Super Bowl. So as far as football goes, it didn't work out terribly for him. Now he didn't get a ton of reps in the bowl. But you know, again, all that aside, uh, Le'Veon come back to Pittsburgh. Um, but another big one, okay, and this is one that not a lot of people know this name yet, and I don't know why. Uh, Trey Hendrickson down in New Orleans, man, he is a dog. He is an edge. Uh, he's super young. He's 26. Shout out 26 year olds. I'm only 26 for two more months. So, um, but yeah, so another one, he's going to get paid. I really think new Orleans is going to do whatever they can to hold on to him. Um, he should be a, uh, yeah, I mean, I say that, you know, but he's not really in a situation like Shaq Barrett. Like he's so young and his potential is just, you know, he just blew up. I think it's a little bit different where Shaq kind of had the opportunity to do it and didn't really pounce on it until later. Um, and so it, it just looks a little bit different trades with the team that drafted him. So 
I think he's going to get cashed in on or attempted a lower way much easier. Um, he fits with a team like um, I could see him going to a team like Cincy. I could see him going to a team like Cleveland. Uh, that AFC North is definitely uh, hoping for edge rushers. Uh, and so I definitely could see him winding up in a, a team like that because obviously Cleveland was really hoping for JJ Watt. They were one of the undercover teams that was hoping for JJ Watt. Uh, so that would be interesting. Um, and then we come up on Kenny Galladay. We talked about him a lot. Uh, again, I don't think he winds up with the Rams unless they tag him or, uh, sorry, the Rams. Wow. Uh, the, uh, lines, he won't wind up there unless they tag him. I don't think he'll resign. Uh, Carl Lawson. We were just talking about since another 26 year old Ed rusher. Since he would be smart just to keep him and not pay Trey Hendrickson a bunch of money, keep a guy that already knows your system. It's easier, but still an opportunity to move around, see if it's a better fit. Here's a, something that, uh, I don't know anybody watching would think about. Jadavion Clowney is a free agent again, okay? But here's the kicker. He's only 28, people. That man looks like he's like 35, and he's been in the NFL for 12 years. He's only 28. Still got a lot of tread on those tires. Now, his name is superior, you know, much more superior than his talent is right now, okay? It, not even his talent, his production. Um. But does that change anything? Is any team out there going to care about that? No. He'll wind up again with a team like Tennessee, Seattle, a team that wants to use him for very limited purposes. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I, I don't know if a Texans reunion's on the table, but anything's on the table for them right now. So that'll definitely be interesting. Uh, Joe Thune, the uh, guard for the Pats, another very young, very talented guard. That guy has opportunity to go anywhere. Uh, Matt Judon, he is the uh, edge rusher for the Ravens. I don't think they let him walk. They really like how he fits in their scheme because um, they also have Yannick Ngakwe, who's going to be a free agent as well. Uh, so a lot of opportunity there. Uh, one I did want to discuss, Will Fuller from the Texans, right? The Texans are basically losing everything that they know to be true and have been true for the past couple of years. Uh, he's going to come up. Watch for him to finally go to Green Bay. You know, I mentioned Chris Godwin, how I think that would fit. Do I think it'll happen? Probably not. Um, but Will Fuller, I think, is very realistic, especially considering they were in, kind of in talks to trade for him. Now he's a free agent. They can pay him a little bit less money. They don't have to give up any draft uh, capital. So that'll be definitely an area that he could wind up. Uh, Matt Milano, linebacker for the Bills. That's a big one, people. And he's not a big name yet. But for the Bills, that's a lot of tackles off the table. So that'll be a big one to watch. Uh, the Bills are praying that they keep that dude. Uh, they do have a lot of talent. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds, you know, obviously his brother plays for Pittsburgh. I don't think that his brother's nearly as talented as he is. But that being the case, uh, yeah, they're going to do whatever they can to keep Matt Milano. Uh, I'm just going to go through a couple more because I know we're coming up on our hour, but I want to make sure we touch base on these. Uh, Jameis Winston, if you're Sean Payton, do you invest your future in Jameis Winston? The answer is no. No, you don't. Jameis Winston's going to go to a team. Uh, Jameis Winston may very well stay in New Orleans, but Sean Payton's going to have a very clear conversation with him that, hey, we're going to get a guy. You can be a bridge, a backup, or out of here. Those are your options. And pretty much option A and option B are one and the same. 
And so, because if we get a guy sooner rather than later, let's say we drafted Justin Fields, let's say we draft, you know, somehow we fall into Zach Wilson, um, or we, you know, we make a trade early on in the season. You're now considered an ass back. What that means is when you walk up to coach, Hey coach, I'm ready. Nope. Get your ass back. Okay. Um, so that's going to be something that definitely keep an eye on. Cause you know, it's not that Jameis isn't talented. We saw the 30 touchdowns with the 30 picks. So there's definitely upside there. He performed better with the saints, but I, I don't think there's a GM out there right now that believes that they can invest his future or their future into him. Um, I certainly don't. I think, uh, again, situation bridge at most. I wouldn't even call him a bridge because he's not going to give you a full season. Um, Curtis Samuel out of Carolina, that's a weapon. Carolina should try to do whatever they can to retain him. Um, I think a Curtis Samuel, some of these guys that are more of the quote-unquote middle-of-the-road guys are the guys that you're going to see wind up with Deshaun in New York. Okay. Um, Now, going on to our next free agent, if we flip that coin, and Deshaun doesn't go to New York, and the Texans are jerks, and they hold on to him for too long. Free agent number 25, Pop, is Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay? Mark my words, if Sam Darnold stays in New York, Juju Smith-Schuster will be in New York. If Sam Darnold leaves, he will take a big pay cut, and he will stay in Pittsburgh. Those are his two options. Not that there is only options, but in his mind, he doesn't care about anything else. You know why? If he goes to New York, he's there with his buddy Sam Darnold, and he's in front of the media. That TikTok, all that stuff, right up his lane. If he stays in Pittsburgh, he gets to be where he really wants to be, and so he'll just take the pay cut. He already knows the system. He knows the coaches. The staff knows him. The organization knows him. Okay? And, yes, Pittsburgh still loves him. I still got a lot of love for Juju. Um, do I think, like, it's not even like a dude you got to focus. It's just... You got to decide what you want to do more. You know, um, that social media presence stuff is fine. It's important. I think having that as an athlete these days is crucial, but there's a difference between having a presence on social media and being an influencer in an age where you're already an influencer because you're an elite athlete. Um, I'm going to just kind of jump around here because we went through the top 25 of the top 101 free agents. Um, But I do want to touch on 26 Cam Newton. Look, Washington, if you're not going to make a big splash move, if you're not going to try to lure Deshaun there, if you're not going to try to lure Russell there, if you're not going to try to, you know, spend your draft capital on moving up and getting one of the elite talents, uh, Justin Fields. uh, um, You know, if that's not going to be the case. Fine. Cam's your guy. Cam is your guy. I'm going to say it again. Cam is your guy. He didn't turn the ball over. He proved in New England he could shut up. Right? So all those people that are like, oh, he needs to shut up. Oh, he's got an ego. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Okay? He did it. He did what you wanted. He's ready. The one thing I will give him is I earned even more respect than I already had for him with that whole back and forth with that kid. That kid out there trying to air him out. Like, what is this generation, man? You got kids at a camp that Cam Newton paid for. It's his camp, his name, his brand, his talent, his hard work that he's willing to teach you and take the time to give you skills. And you want to try to air him out for being a free agent? 
This man's made more money in his lifetime than your family will probably see for a couple generations. And he did that through hard work. It's not like he cam's one of the greatest juco players ever so he's been through all the mud all the stuff that is behind the scenes he went through all the the avenues and alleys and made the mistakes was at florida behind tebow you know wasn't gonna win in that situation went to juco grinded it out there went to college had one of the greatest single individual years ever until you know joe burrow went to the league was nfl mvp went to a super bowl like he he's doing the things he's supposed to do and for a kid to question that that's just it's still on my mind people that's just v extremely frustrating but he should be on a team he should be bare minimum a bridge quarterback if not a starter washington you need to call him let him spin um with that being the case we are at about our hour mark if you're listening on good talk radio we appreciate you being here uh we are cross-streamed on that platform if you're tuning in, this is your first time, your second time, your 15th time. If you've enjoyed it, if you've hated it, whatever the case may be, I appreciate you being here. You're going to want to go check us out on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. You're going to want to go check out our sponsors. If there's anything that you have questions about, if you have something that you want to see done on the show, we have some very, very big interviews coming up. OK, uh, there's some stuff that you guys are really going to want to stick around for. We have some stuff in the works right now. Um, we're going to have some D1 guys. We maybe even have some NFL guys. Hint, hint. Um, NFL agents, different things like that. We're going to have a lot more football stuff coming up. So make sure you guys stay tuned. And this month, you're going to see a lot of progress forward with these interviews. You're going to see draft coverage out the wazoo. We are going to be releasing our mock draft for the year. So you guys can shred that up to bits. Um, but again, if you are tuning into the show, I do appreciate it. Please go subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram, make sure you share this video out. Pop, you got any closing notes? Yeah, I just want to say too that we are currently working on some merch for all the shows that we do, including the Undrafted GM. Uh, but uh, that's going to be up pretty soon on say what you will radio.com as well, so that you can buy some merchandise and help support the show. Give me some too. But Again, for those of you watching, I really appreciate it. Uh, until next time, this has been a great, great show. Uh, make sure you guys keep up with all the free agency news. Uh, until then, like I said, I'll see you next week.